Hi, this is Samantha. And this is Nancy. And welcome to Random Women Stuff. Today, our episode is all about support and support for producer Pete. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are we supporting him on? <laughs> I missed it. I missed the memo. What's going on? <laughs> no, I was just trying to come up with a good segue for the word support. Oh, yeah. We support a lot of things. We do. We, we also, you know, things that we literally can't support are boobies because that would be groping. Okay, that took a weird turn. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Our episode today is about the evolution of underwear and yeah. bras and panties, which I hate that word. Panties are like the most disgusting word ever, next to like the word moist. Oh, and dare I say it? Moist panties. Get the fuck <laughs> out! No! I'm going to have nightmares about that now. Ugh! <laughs> We've been watching so many uh, baking shows and everyone's like, this cake is so moist. And I'm like, bleh, 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 bleh. and Joe will look at me because he knows I hate that word. Like, so, <laughs> I hate it so much. And he's like, <laughs> and who I'm thinks like, that word is okay? I mean, I think we've talked about this bakers. before. Get a thesaurus. Find a better word. Yeah, I agree. That's not why we're here today. Let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to the topic. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> I was talking with you a few days ago. I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And we were trying to brainstorm topics, and one of the things that came up was underwear and panties because I struggle with this all the time because I don't know what I want to wear and what's comfortable, what's not comfortable, and there's so many flipping options. We thought we would delve into a little bit of the history of how did we get where we are, and then talk about what we like and don't like. So that's the rundown. Yeah. Way back in the Roman times, people wore loincloths and things to cover their genitalia. But underwear wasn't really documented per se as like we know it today, like to be under your clothes and cover your parts and stuff and things until like the 1500s and 1600s. Then it started getting more documented that people wore it for different reasons. This is my favorite one. So in, in certain segments of the world, mainly England, um, panties were considered like the most risque of garments because they touched your vagina. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> and they were the most scandalous thing you could wear. So actually not wearing underwear was less scandalous. And, and prostitutes and ladies of the evening, they wore underwear mm. because they wore something that would brush up against that area. <gasps> so like when, what was it, Lindsay Lohan, who didn't wear any underwear and then she had like an accidental crotch shot. And like, I think Britney Spears did it too. Like every, everyone's done it apparently once in their life. But like, so that would have been totally acceptable. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day mm. in different regions of the world. So there's, there's region specific things that have happened. But um, the other thing that was really big was crotchless panties. So if you wore pantaloons or drawers to keep your, your legs warm. I'm sorry, what? Pantaloons or drawers. Like what's a pantaloon? <laughs> 
Sorry, you you like way way. You're going way too fast for me. What the fuck is a pantaloon? Like, <laughs> so have you ever seen? You've seen like Jane Austen movies or mm-hmm. historical novels, and they take off the seventeen thousand skirts, mm-hmm. and they're wearing those puffy pants. Mm. A lot of times, those puffy pants they had a function, which was to help keep your legs warm. Um, because it was cold and heating was not the heating that we had it today. But a lot of times those were also crotchless because if you think about how you had to go to the bathroom back then, once you were cinched into that outfit, you didn't have that many hands to bunch all that shit up. Even if you were like a maid and had a very simple dress, you still had petticoats and crap underneath. And so a lot of that stuff was crotchless so that you could squat and potty. That's amazing. Isn't it interesting? Because it was the the people who had the more risque stuff was the stuff that was all like closed up and covering it. The people who were like normal every day were wearing the stuff that we think of now as like crotchless panties. Yeah. It was like, no, I have to go to the bathroom. How am I going to go to the bathroom in this fucking outfit? Assless chaps. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. <laughs> How the fuck do you go to the bathroom in these things? Yes. I love that so much. Like I think about like the the picture of it for a second. There's this like really proper like English woman who's like walking around in like these like weird boots and like 50 million like skirts and like stupid top hat and like she has like an umbrella or whatever and she's like fucking squatting, you know, mm-hmm. to pee. And she's Fantastic. probably not wearing underwear. Yeah. That's and that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so in Italy, undergarments in general, like because they touched your body, and they were good. They got soiled uh, like high class people and people who wore stuff underneath, like the stuff that the, the white linen that touched your body. Mm-hmm. If it was, you know, we all get we've all seen guys with the crusty armpit white T-shirts. Yeah. So that was like if any of your linen showed any stains or whatever was yellowy at all from sweat or um, it was a sign that you weren't rich enough or cool Mm. enough or whatever so maids and house cleaners for the the rich guess what they used to clean it in urine oh wow (laughs) so they would save chamber pot stuff and soak that because it turned into some sort of whitening bleach i don't know I didn't get into the chemistry behind it, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. But they would take people's dirty underwear and, and dirty like shirts, like their linen shirts and their pant- pantaloons or whatever they were underneath, and they are under breeches, and they would soak them in their urine to get that crisp white appearance. Hmm. But then it smelled like piss. I don't know. That's my guess. That's, That's my what guess. I'm going with. Everyone smelled like piss. Yeah, probably. Cool. Um, And then, you know, we've got the whole period thing. So, like, when you're on your period, what did you do then? Do you know how many, like, historical TV shows I've watched, historical movies I've watched? And every single time, I'm like, how the fuck did they deal with their periods? You know? Like, dude, I literally would have, like, I remember in high school, like, my my periods would just be, like, every 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, gotta go to the bathroom real quick or else, you know, it's just a mess, you know. How? How? You know, like it's always something that still boggles my mind today. And I I know that there's like no way to explain it unless you like literally sit down and talk with someone from the 1500s. But like or before then, because women have been having periods since the beginning. Yes. And since they were mostly malnourished compared to today's standards, you you didn't get your period as much. So you were malnourished and stressed. So you might not have gotten it every month. But when you got it, you wore this weird belt contraption and you shoved a bunch of cotton 
into it. Oh it was like a belt with a strap underneath and you just wadded as much cotton or leaves or whatever you could gather that would be absorbent and just wandered around with that strap between your legs until you stopped bleeding. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really super sanitary. Oh, um, but the whole, you know, soap was barely There's invented, so many so. things wrong with that. Yeah. And yeah. then the other thing underwear was used for in certain places was like a chastity garment mm. so like if a roving knave was able to get his hand all the way up that fucking giant pile of skirts with like hoops around it yeah he couldn't <laughs> get your he, he couldn't actually touch your vagina mm. so the other thing is if we talk about the boob boobies here for a minute bibs they really weren't that contained mm. up until late 1700s mid 1800s i mean they pushed them kind of up and they wore corsets um but they re didn't really worry about them doing too much like were they even covered well of course they were covered you could well, no i mean like if you wore a corset did it go up to your through your boobs like no over your corsets boobs? went under your boobs and they pushed they them just up. lifted everything up they lifted it was part yeah. of the dress yeah. or something underneath that actually provided the cover so like so, bras weren't a bra as we think about it today wasn't a thing so dare i say it if your nipple was hard, you could see it? Probably oh. not. Why not? Because there were probably lots of layers. I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't go to that level of research. I mean, I went deep, clearly, but yeah, I did. did not. You uh, went really deep. I did like not look to see. <laughs> like a knave roaming around. <laughs> a knave. Who says that? I say Apparently that when Sam. I'm doing 1500s <laughs> underwear research. <laughs> Because that's what it said. <laughs> so corsets kind of changed how people started looking at boobs. You know, the whole crotchless panty thing, you know, that stayed around with the pantaloons and, you know, maybe kind of tie-on panties. That stayed around for a while till maybe the early 1900s. Then it started to shift. But the corset is what really started to change the boob area. Mm. It started when everybody had to have that like cinched in waist and yeah. push up the boobs. That's when people started to think, ooh, we should showcase these. We should get them out there. And so, you know, you see all the like Wild West. I don't know. Any movie that has a prostitute in it, she's usually wearing from that historical area is usually wearing a corset. A uh, black one. A black one. But they were super, super, super horrible. They had whalebone in them. Yeah. They the whole point was to rearrange all of your organs so that mm. your waist was like um like twenty centimeters. I mean, like, okay, I think that was a little small, but um, I mean, like, it's small. So you could, a guy could get his hands all the way around your waist. Ugh. If you Google pictures of it, it's scary. Like, like yeah. women, if you took their corset off, if they got really trained to it, they couldn't stand all the way up. They would probably fall over. They would fall over. They yeah. needed help. They had to wear it all the time. Yeah. Um. So that's what started to really push lingerie. So and then that late. 1800s early 1900s skirts got shorter so the pantaloony things had to go away and then in the 1930s briefs as we know them were invented what yeah it wasn't until around 1930s that's insane yeah and then the playtex company came up with that playtex company came up with bras <laughs> those fuckers <laughs> <laughs> They came up with bras and they were originally, I mean, it was scandalous to have a bra strap showing and they were, they had to come up with a way to kind of 
hold on to them uh, because you no longer people are no longer wearing corsets. Mm-hmm. So they weren't wearing that like shelf for them to sit. Right. So they needed a way to harness them because heaven forbid you have boobies going around. Can I just like interject real quick? Oh, yeah. Have you ever watched a TV show Outlander? Okay, so it's about like this woman who is living in like the 30s ish and she like goes back to like the 18 somethings and like she's wearing her clothes from like the 1930s when she like travels and back in time and she has this like weird bra thingy on and like so this woman is like helping her dress because that's what you did back in the day is someone dressed you and so she like took her underwear and her bra and she's like, what kind of corset is this? Like, <laughs> and I was like, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> the woman was like absolutely disgusted. She's like, are you a lady of the night? Basically, yeah, like, see? yeah, no, it was so good, but it was even worse than that because they were like in Scotland and like literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. So a- anyway, it just made me think of that because I'm like, dude, the bras at that, t- I think they were pretty accurate as far as like how the clothing looked mm-hmm. in the time periods on that TV show. So I was like, that's super fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Bras didn't. And then they put her in a corset. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. And, you know, they would take, they had metal eyelets and stuff on it. And mm-hmm. like somebody would literally put their foot on your back and like yank it as tight as possible. Yeah. So you were miserable. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then, so in the 1930s, that's when underwear started, as we know it today, started to inv- evolve. And I don't know if you've seen pictures, but bras like came to a triangle point. Mm-hmm. If you've seen, I <laughs> seen, have seen the way the the boob was like, like it should be a triangle and it should be super pointy. The I, boob is a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, basically, the boob is a pyramid. <laughs> and and that's when like this whole concept around separating it and not having it be one garment and do you think that's where like madonna got her like cone bra from like she got inspiration from the 1930s like i want my bra to look like a pyramid but cone shaped maybe and pointy you know like (laughs) well this goes back to your nipple thing because i don't know how you would have worn that under any sort of outfit and not look like you had headlights Mm -hmm. i mean really i feel like that was kind of the point Maybe. I'm sure, because Playtex was run by probably men. Yeah. And they're like, we got to see some nips, you know? Yeah. Fucking dirty ass white (laughs) men. I want to see some nips, you know? (laughs) Well, then, you know, fast forward, lingerie became a thing, Um, you know, 90s, all that stuff. I mean, it really, from the 1930s to about the 80s, not a lot really changed. Mm Mm-hmm texture change lace you know you got lace you got all this stuff and then the things that used to be commonplace became more scandalous like the crotchless panties and you know then came the thong to get rid of the visible panty line because <laughs> heaven forbid somebody see vpl oh my god do you know how much i freaked out about that when i was younger uh <laughs> i remember like my first thong and I was like, who wears these? These are like floss, you know, like, why would you do this to yourself? And like, I had to wear them for dance because God forbid a 14 year old wear underwear that you could see in your dance outfit, mm. you know? So yeah, that you couldn't, you couldn't show a bra either. Like if, if you saw a bra strap, it's like the end of the world. We wore like fucking like, well, I didn't really have any boobs, but like all the, the girls that had boobs, they had to wear like duct tape 
as their bra. I just don't understand why anybody wearing or not wearing underwear is a problem or not a problem. Oh, my God. Pete just sent us pictures of the 1950s bra. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. This is such a man thing. Like some man made this and they're like, this is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. We should Thank definitely you, post that on Instagram. We will post that for sure. Anyway, so did you ever did you ever see the movie Stick It? No. It's a gymnastics movie. When you say like stick it, like you land it and you like <laughs> I hold know what it. What you yeah. meant, but I was okay. like, <laughs> yeah. So like in the movie, um, one of the girls that was competing, her bra strap showed during one of her routines, and they mm. like deducted points for it. And like this is a legit like rule in the like Olympics and like other gymnastics competitions where like if your bra or your underwear shows for a period of time they the judges can deduct points from your routine so like i think it's super crazy like if you think about it like we have to wear these things right because we're told to we don't have choice if i don't wear a bra and like you see my nipples everyone's like (gasps) oh my god you know like i remember like when i was in california the first time i like chose not to wear a bra in public people didn't give a shit but like i came out here and i was like I can't do that here. Not not an option. <laughs> not an option, you know. But like, yeah, like I went out like everywhere and I was like, fuck the bra. Fuck the bra. You know, like <laughs> I don't need this shit. You know, <laughs> this is fine. I mean, I don't I also don't have big boobs. Yeah, because I never so, take my bra off yeah. ever. I take it off to shower and then I put one right back on. See, I only wear a bra when I have to. So I, like sleeping, I don't wear it. I won't. Like, if I'm in the house and there's no one here, I won't wear one. See, I'm not one of those people that, like, walks in the house and is like, yes, freedom for the boobs and whips my bra off. And I get why people would want to be like that. But I've had this fear since I had Cameron and I was breastfeeding. Somebody somewhere told me that it would make my boobs saggy. And so. Oh, my God. My mom said the same thing. It would. My (laughs) boobs would become saggy, especially if I didn't wear a bra and I was breastfeeding. So for the past. 16 years the only time the bra comes off well there's two times the bra comes off but the most frequent one is for showering ah (laughs) (laughs) since i do that (laughs) i do that almost every day i literally take my bra like i take my mask off now like i'm just Mm. like yes like get it off you know (laughs) yeah but there's there's all these new weird underwear options that there's I tried. There's so many. They're so fucking weird. Like some of them are so fucking weird. Well, to get back to the like period under period oh, in yes. the period underwear. So I tried before I had my hysterectomy. I had tried those thinks Nick's period underwears. Mm-hmm. And what I discovered was that for somebody who changes their pad often like if I go to work there's nothing in them to change so like you can't change your underwear a couple times a day no should you have a I mean they're really I think made for people who have really light flows or really really light experiences with anything going on down there Uh, because they absorb everything but you can't change them as often as you can change a pad and I feel like that's a problem. I can't believe they're still on the market. That's the thing that surprises me is that these absorbent underwears are still on the market because you had 
an issue with it. I wore them both period and non-period. And if when I wore them non-period, so I would wear them for longer periods of time because they weren't like I'd wear it all day. So I ended up getting a yeast infection because I was wearing them like I would wear a regular pair of underwear, which could be 12, 13 hours at a time. And they were absorbing everything that was in there and holding it close to my body um, and not allowing for some breathability. And so for me, they didn't work at all. Yeah. And I threw them all out. But for some, maybe yeah. people who are drier on a general basis. I don't know. I don't work? think it's I don't think it's a good idea. I, it's like wearing a diaper. Yeah, basically, it's like why would you wear a diaper all day? You know, like kids get like babies get like butt rash and like infections and shit from wearing diapers and they're not changed often enough. Why would you do that? But even like, you know, the incontinence underwear and and diapers like they're also designed to try and wick the moisture away Mm -hmm. from you and Mm -hmm. hold it in as far away from the body as possible. Yeah. I feel like there's been some technology upgrades and diapers and incontinence pads and stuff that kind of pull it down away. And I don't think there's the same thing in these different types of underwear because I didn't like them. I don't trust them. (laughs) I don't trust them. You know, like I don't I don't want to like sit on my period for 12 hours. I mean, if you use them and they work for you, sure, go for it. But eh. but what kind of underwear do you like now? Like, what do you? There's, there's. I hate Victoria's Secret. Oh yeah, I stepped away from those a couple of years ago. And why do bras like? Why do bras have to cost seventy, eighty dollars for one? I don't understand that because like my bra doesn't last long enough for it to cost seventy or eighty dollars. Like no. I literally have like the wire like comes out and I'm like, cool, that's super fucking cool. And now you can't use it anymore because it like pokes into your chest and like kills you you know yeah no like for me so I wear right now I'm wearing Tommy John's underwears um I tried the me too undies but they're too big for me like I'm actually literally too small of a person to wear the small I think it's a small extra small or something like that and like they made they made these like nice soft ones and then they also had these like I'm assuming they're supposed to be sexy ones and they are the worst I threw them away like immediately because like like (laughs) You know how, like, there's, like, the part where you, like, it's for your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. The way that they made it, it, like, literally, like, went into my vagina. And I was like, this is not comfortable. Who designed this? You guys are stupid. You know? And I'm tiny. It's not like I'm a big person. You know? Like, it's not like I was, like, forcing it around my body. Like, it was, like, it was just designed that way. Like, it Mm -hmm. fit me and it was still too big. And yet, it was, like, in my crotch. And I'm like... Nobody wants this. Why did you do this? How mm-hmm. do you not understand women's bodies by now? Right. What are you, a man? Really? Like, get some women to design this shit, you know? Anyway, so I tried that for a minute. So Victoria's Secret, they have this, like, buy five for, like, 30 bucks or whatever the fuck right. it is. And, like, that's a great deal. But you have to buy them, like, every three months because they either get holes in it or the material wears or they start ripping or, like, the lace part, like, starts to separate. Like, it looks like shit. Like, you get, like, holes in the lace mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, I can't fucking wear this anymore. You know, like, and then and then if you wear them for longer and, like, you wash, you know, like, if you wash your underwear, like, normally. Right. You know, like, you, you wear it for the day and then you wash them. You know, you don't wear them multiple days in a row. I literally, after like three to four months, they started to get like danky. Like, I don't even know the right word for it. Like, it was just like... 
Yeah. These don't smell like nothing. Right. You know? And they look kind of nasty and like you can never get period out of it ever. Like I always had that issue where I'm like, all right, I spent $30 on this fucking underwear and like they're all have period on it now. (laughs) And like, so after that, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to a different company. So I tried a bunch out. I tried the me undies and those were, you know, what I just talked about, an awful experience. And then I tried, um, I don't know, Soma. I tried those. Mm. And then I tried, there was one other one and like the underwear like literally went to my like belly button and like, well, some people (laughs) like, like that. I'm not that person, you know, like, and it had like the, um, like this like stickiness on the inside. So your, your underwear didn't move. Oh, so it doesn't move around. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, this is cool. But then like I'd sit on it and I'm like, I don't like this. This is very uncomfortable. Yeah. So like after a while I was like, all right, none of these underwears are good. So I found like Tommy John's and I was like, all right, I'm just going to stick with these for now. And like, I also found like another company that like, I don't know where the fuck they're from, but they like found me on Facebook and I was like, yeah, I'm going to try this. So like, (laughs) so those are coming in the mail this week. So I'm going to see how those go. But, um, it's impossible to find like just good underwear that doesn't like irritate your badge. Like, yeah. And finding a comfortable bra that fits right. All of this stuff is so difficult. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who's designing it. And I know there's all these like Facebook ads and different types of bras that you can try and I just can't make myself do it Mm -hmm. I just gave up and went to Kohl's (laughs) and wandered around and bought like I don't even know what random brand it was I was like these feel nice and this feels nice and it has no underwire in it and I don't like underwear wire bras and I was like, and I think it's thick enough that I will not have knit problems. And so I you just don't like underwire, it. but you will always wear a bra. Yes, it's interesting. Yes, yeah. So I just I don't like the. I think women's underwear are just obnoxious. I agree. Um, like I definitely want a separation from my pants and my vagina. Mm-hmm. Like I want that. Um, but I mean, the ones that I'm wearing now. I, they're they're the me undies, but they're like, like if I take my pants off, they like come with the pants. Mm, yeah, you know? that happens a lot. Yeah, the other thing that stresses me out is that like I want ones that are gonna blend in with my clothes. I don't necessarily need them to be neon pink and like, like, like they're going to be the main part of my outfit. Um, I, I do have some that are like that. I do have some. Yeah, but I don't need all of my bras to be electric pink. Right. Um, you know, and it's so hard to find a neutral, a couple neutral ones so you can wear some plain clothes. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, don't know. I remember the first time I realized that white bra and white shirt don't equal a good thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like in a, like almost an adult, but not like I was like <laughs> in college, like going to work as an intern type thing. And I was like, oh, wow, you can see my white bra under this white shirt. Yes. Wow. I never realized that. Like, <laughs> that is the reason I also always wear a tank top. No one ever told me. No one ever told me that you can't do white on white. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, ladies, don't do white on white. Like, seriously, the hell? Every. Everything I wear has a tank top underneath it. Yeah, I don't. You wear a lot of layers. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I'm all about the layers. I wear as little clothes as possible. Like, I'm not wearing, like, a tank top under this shirt and then, like. Well, I also had the I problem that my body wasn't. It, it was kind of lumpy. And sometimes tank tops when they, you know, shirts used to be shorter mm. before they, you know, people started making shirts 
as they got larger, a little bit longer for us lumpy people. Yeah. So tank tops became a staple in my wardrobe. So wardrobe. Wardrobe. My wardrobe. (laughs) Wardrobe to try and like flatten out and like streamline the look. When I was growing up, it was like right in the time where like your little, like your stomach, like you could show a little (laughs) bit of the stomach and it like was... I, yeah. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Like, oh it was yeah, when just, you wore the low rise jeans with the shirt that, it, but it was you really only it wanted was to below show the belly button. You, you really, yeah, but yeah. below the belly button, but you wanted to show like a quarter inch of stomach, just or a little enough, bit more. Yeah, yep. just enough to show the stomach. Mm-hmm. And then was that back in the thong era where you wanted the thong piece to stick up too? Yeah, I never did that, but yeah, it was at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that was always a look. <laughs> I think we're off yeah. on a tangent. Here. It's fine. Uh, anyway, jumping back to it. So, I mean, for me, bras and underwear are a pain in the ass. I've had people come to me like asking, like, what do you wear? Like, what have you tried? What do you do? Like, I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I've literally gone to like all these different stores and I'm like, uh, OK, this one's OK, I guess. This bra that I'm wearing right now is uh, Third Love. Which yeah. they were like the ones who like came out against Victoria's Secret and they're like, oh, we're better. Blah. And I'm like, OK, great. So I bought like a couple of their bras, but like they don't they don't last very long. And like this whole thing when they're like, yeah, the bra strap never falls down. Guess what? Mine always fucking falls down. Yeah, that's always. The thing. All they never stay. Ways. And it's so annoying because like I'll sit there at work and I have to like pick up my bra strap because it's like literally like I'm wearing a T-shirt and it's hanging out in my like the the shoulder. Like it's like cast. Yeah. What if you have a sleeve, you know? And it's like, oh, tuck that back in. Well, then everyone looks at you like it's scandalous. I'm like, oh, God, I'm wearing a bra. No shit. You're wearing underwear. Like, fuck you. The worst thing that ever happened to me was a front closure bra. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I accidentally, like, leaned forward and pinched my boobs together. And it flopped open oh my god and it wasn't like anybody in the room knew Uh but like all of a sudden my boobs are on the side because (laughs) 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 because it flopped open Mm -hmm. and I don't remember what shirt I was wearing but I was like trying to like hold my boobs together like with my arms (laughs) so that it wouldn't be obvious that my bra is like slowly sliding underneath my armpits oh my god (laughs) That's so It was in the middle of a meeting. Oh, my God. That's happened to me, too. But like, I hate I, front closure bras. Those were coming out when I was still in college. So like I it happened to me in college where like it just would be like boop, pop open. I'm like, who the fuck designed these? Like, did you yeah. even try it? Was there any trial and error on this at <laughs> all? Or are you just like, this is a good idea because it's hard to clip it in the back. And it's like, yeah, it's hard to clip it in the back. Why can't you make it easier to clip it in the back, assholes? Yeah. Why has it got to be three or four fucking clips? I got to hook them all in there and I can't even fucking reach it. Could you imagine if I wasn't flexible? Dear Lord, I'd have to do it in the front and then spin it around. That's how I've always put on my bra. Yeah, I can't do that. That's just pain in the ass. <laughs> like, why has it got to be so difficult? You know, like make it a button know. or so. I don't know. Like make it a little bit different. Why can't you just make this a little bit easier for us? Why does everything in our lives have to be hard? Pete's indicating maybe use a zipper. Oh, my God. I'm thinking, what happens if I accidentally zip my boob skin in there? Yeah, so zippers, uh, bad idea, I think. Oh, terrible, terrible idea. No, no, no. But anyway, I think somebody needs to come up with a better design for bras so we can close them better. And then maybe someone actually design it so the fucking straps don't fall off. Like, come on, people. 
Why is it that hard? It's not. We literally can put people on the moon and we can't figure out fucking bras. We literally have a piece of technology in our hand that can tell us anything we want, but we can't figure out bras. We have the ability to stream a podcast throughout the entire world and we can't figure out bras. Come on. You guys can do better. Please do better for us. Anyway, I'm done. Do you have anything else? Mm, No, I'm good. Okay. Well, (laughs) if you would like to reach out to us and tell us your underwear and bra nightmares or successes you can reach out to us at randomwomenstuff at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook and instagram at randomwomenstuff and on twitter at randomwomenpod and please share us with all of your friends you can find us on apple podcasts spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts you stay sassy and thanks for stopping in i'm saying the things that you told me to say because you told me to say them and so the things that i'm saying i'm saying them for you I really like that. That is a good thing to say and keep saying the things that Pete wants you to say. I feel like you're being very supportive of Pete in the things that he wants you to say. Yeah, I like to support Pete because Pete is someone that I should support. He definitely needs all of our support in the things that we say and do. (laughs) Speaking of support... Mm. segue into hey okay we gotta actually start the episode i know yeah 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 ready